0: Hello, and welcome to Higher Lovin'. On this podcast, I'm going to share with you what I have learned about creating highly conscious relationships. Relationships that support our healing and growth, relationships that are healthy and high vibration and just plain yummy. The information I share with you comes from my journey and from the journeys of the clients I work with. It also comes directly from spirit, from the archangels and ascended masters I channel. I'm a writer. I'm also a highly conscious, incredibly psychic, bidimensional human being. As I live my life, I write about it in pretty close to real time. On this podcast, I'm going to share some of that writing with you, beginning with my book, The Mirror Between Us, The Soul Healing Power of Intimate Relationships. When Mirror is done, I will share the next book and then the one after that. This is my journey. As always, please take what resonates and leave the rest. Thanks for joining me. Let's get started. The Mirror Between Us, The Soul Healing Power of Intimate Relationships By Alex Moore That's me. For the woman I loved through the pages of this book, I love you still. For Alex, who is worthy. Preface. Relationships bring emotional pain. The challenge is what we do with the pain, how we categorize it, how we understand it, to whom we assign the blame for it. Anyone who has ever been in an intimate relationship knows this pain, and knows also the self-protective but dangerous dance of assigning blame. You did this to me. You made me feel this way. Our default response to pain is to try to move it on, like a hot potato of emotion that we hand back to our partner, for if it rests with us, it can be unbearable. And besides, we are so angry at our significant other. They are so fucked up. If they weren't such an asshole, we wouldn't be feeling the way we do. Sorry for the strong language, but the intensity of the pain between two people carries that anger and often that language. Our love relationships hurt us so often and so deeply, and usually in ways that trigger the same pain points in our emotional landscape over and over again. We react to this pain with anger, with tears, with self-blame, with blaming and shaming our lover. Most of our reactions are designed to do just one thing, to move the pain out of our space, to give it back to our lover, who didn't actually create that pain in the first place, by the way, but more on that later. This defensive response is entirely understandable, but it doesn't serve you, your lover, or the healthy relationship you were trying to create. There is an alternative way to understand and to handle the inevitable pain that intimate relationships trigger, and that alternative is why I am writing this book. My name is Alex, and I'm a psychic healer. I have worked with the Archangels and Ascended Masters to provide information, insight, and healing to hundreds of clients. At the same time, I have walked my own healing journey, learning to see, understand, and release my personal emotional wounding. I understand relationship pain from the inside as a human and from above as a spiritual teacher. I wrote this book in real time over the course of a year as I worked through the challenges of a new relationship and, with the angel's help, learned to understand the pain I was experiencing in a whole new way. Much of what I learned surprised me, and all of it stretched me and encouraged me to grow. I would say forced me to grow, except that we are never truly forced to grow. We always have choice. I would like to share with you what the angels have taught me about healing through connection with a loved other. I hope to offer you a new understanding of how relationships work, a metaphysical understanding. I'll show you how to see the pain and blame dynamics with your lover in a whole new light. And with that understanding will come new ways to understand, manage, and release your pain so that you can achieve deep systemic healing. Soul healing. This healing is possible for you regardless of whether or not your partner proves willing to change. Like all healing journeys, this path isn't easy. I believe it is worth it. What I share with you is raw, it's true, and I hope it's transformational. Thank you for joining me in this place of conscious insight, personal responsibility. Unconscious choice. Please let me know if and how this book serves you. Namaste, Alex. Receiving the Gift of the Mirror. Chapter 1 Over. That was the night I decided to leave her. As quickly as possible, I gathered a few things into a bag, my toothbrush, my computer, clean underwear. I walked out into the living room, carefully not making eye contact with her as I found my keys and let myself out of our apartment. I drove through the late-night streets to the house I was watching for a friend. Once safely tucked into her elegant guest bedroom, I started to shake. By mid-morning of the next day, I had signed a lease on a one-bedroom apartment just big enough for me. Chapter Two, Breaking Point. There comes a time in most relationships when the emotional pain is more than we think we can bear. We have listened one too many times as our partner ranted and screamed, tears and anger and obscenities cascading over us. We have fought back with anger of our own or calmly and rationally tried to explain or defend ourselves. We have sobbed our heartbreak and our rage into the pillow in our own or a friend's guest bed. Sometimes we have curled into the farthest edge of our marital bed and cried quietly as our partner lay rigidly just a few feet away from us. Do you know that feeling? Have you experienced those moments when you felt you simply couldn't handle one more drop of pain? Have you reached with desperation for some way to make the pain stop? Relationships bring pain. Where there is intimacy, there is also pain. It's unavoidable, but luckily there is actually no reason to try to avoid it. Quite the opposite. The pain between two people is as necessary as it is inevitable, ultimately beneficial, but simultaneously hugely misunderstood. When two people come together in intimacy and love, The universe offers them not only passionate bliss, but also the chance to do some very deep, very transformational personal healing work. Soul healing. If we embrace this truth, if we understand this invitation, we can transform not only our relationship space, but ourselves. This is a truth I had not fully realized on the spring night I described above. I did not understand and certainly had not embodied the truths I will share with you in this book. On the night of that epic meltdown, she was triggered, she triggered me, and I ran for my life. Let me clarify. I was in no physical danger. She did not hurt me in any physical way, and I know she never will. Still, that night was, for me, a verbal and emotional battering. It was a breaking point, And that's what I did. I broke. I thought the relationship ended that night. No one was more surprised than I was to realize that it did not. Chapter 3. Welcome. Hello. My name is Alex and I'm a soul healer. I channel the archangels and they speak and teach and heal through me. I feel entirely humbled and entirely blessed to have been chosen for this work. I say humbled, although if you know me, that might not be the first word that comes to your mind. I'm laughing as I write this. All right, all right. Maybe not humbled, but I am honored and so, so grateful. When I get off the phone after an especially wonderful client session, I often say out loud, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am blessed to receive guidance from the angels and from Source that helps me understand what it means to be a human being with a divine and eternal higher self. The angels teach me what I need to know about soul growth and I apply their wisdom both to myself and to the work I do with clients in one-on-one sessions and workshops. I am passionate about soul growth and about understanding myself more deeply so that I might release my programming, heal my wounded places, and open myself to receive the blessings of Source more fully into my life. I remember the moment I first understood that I needed to look beneath the hood, the moment I realized that there were things I needed to change about myself. It was 1992, and my husband and I were separating. I was deeply in love with a woman, just beginning to understand that my sexual preference was not for men, and simultaneously beginning to see that marriages didn't simply go on forever like well-made Japanese cars. (laughs) Marriages took not only commitment, but work. As my new partner and I began our life together, we decided to go to therapy in an attempt to avoid repeating the dysfunctional patterns of our recent failed relationships. I went weekly with my partner, and sometimes by myself, for years. I read self-help books. I learned to meditate. I grew to understand that I was responsible for healing myself And I expected my partner to do her own healing work in order to shift her half of the unhealthy dynamic between us. She kind of sort of did, but not really. And so almost 25 years later, I finally gave up and left her ready to claim more of the life I wanted for myself, more love, more money, more freedom, more sex. I told the story of that transition in another book finding freedom so i won't retell it here suffice it to say that after three years of living on my own the angels finally sent me a new partner and not just any partner but precisely the partner i most needed to have a relationship that was entirely aligned with my highest good and hers although that was a truth i did not immediately recognize i fell in love with an amazing woman with more than her share of wounding Someone who consistently triggered every hot button I have. And that was only one of the awesome aspects of my new relationship. I say that tongue-in-cheek, but from my current vantage point, I'm not really joking. I needed her to trigger my pain. I needed things to get really bad, really fast. Human beings need pain. It motivates us to reach for our own healing, to be willing to change whatever it takes. And with the angel's help, that's exactly what I did. This book is the story of that alchemical transformation. I learned how to transform suffering into stability, how to find peace in the middle of pain, not through learning to endure the pain or rise above it in some feat of super heroic zenness, but through an inner healing journey that changed how I show up in my relationships. I learned a new way to understand and ultimately release my emotional pain. I am incredibly excited about the information contained in this book. It's not really my information, it's theirs. Spirits, the archangels. It's information that has come through me, as all of their teaching does. But it's also information I have embraced and embodied, and it has entirely changed my relationship, which is to say, it has changed my life. Chapter 4, Are You Safe? If we were born with a how to be human instruction manual, It would surely come with a whole appendix on how to manage emotional pain. Unfortunately, we didn't get that instruction manual. All we got were our parents. (laughs) They did what they could, but most of them knew very little about managing or transforming pain, and their repertoire of soothing strategies was likely very limited. As we grew, we all had to survive school, especially middle school and high school, and those school years were often incredibly painful, as well as exciting, interesting, challenging, and perhaps boring too. And then we went to college and maybe got married, and there we were, maybe ready to have children of our own without having learned anything much about healthy ways to cope with emotional pain. Out of necessity, I'm pretty sure we all learned a handful of unhealthy ways to cope with pain, We learned to turn to sex, drugs, alcohol, food, and other addictions that numbed and quieted our pain. Or we learned to close the door on the pain and simply not feel it. And that likely worked for some time, although not without creating its own problems. I'm not a therapist, and I'm not claiming or pretending to be one. I'm a soul healer. I work in the invisible realms, in the fifth dimension, to help my clients heal, grow, and learn to receive the love, abundance, and wellness they are seeking. I work with energy, and I work with the multiple dimensions of human existence. We all live in the third dimension, the physical plane of our five physical senses, and we are simultaneously connected to the fifth dimension, the realm of the angels and of source. My understanding of what it means to be human is therefore multidimensional. It's physical and also metaphysical. In many ways, I am more comfortable in the etheric realms than I am in the physical plane. (laughs) I am also a double fire sign, Aries sun with Leo rising. I don't much care for the soup of my own uncomfortable emotions. As luck would have it, or more accurately, as source would have it, the circumstances of my childhood taught me very early on to disavow my own negative emotions. For almost 60 years, I did not allow myself to either feel or acknowledge my often intense anger. I also didn't really connect with my deeply buried resentment or my grief. Although I was pretty good at feeling guilt, judgment, and shame. I didn't cry when my father was diagnosed with frontotemporal lobe dementia. I didn't cry when he finally died. I survived years and years of emotionally and verbally abusive relationships, and they simply enhanced my natural tendency to feel inadequate and ashamed. I didn't cry when I left my partner of almost 25 years. When I did start to cry in the arms of my new lover, I sometimes felt as if I couldn't stop. This is the background to my new relationship, the one the angel sent in answer to my years of fervent prayers. As I recovered from the breakup of my long-term relationship, I prayed hard for those things I had been craving for so long. I wanted tenderness. I wanted touch. I wanted long nights and lazy afternoons of passionate lovemaking. I wanted excitement and adventure and companionship. I did get all of that. Thank you, beloved. Thank you, angels. I also got a Hurricane Katrina's worth of emotions. I got a tsunami of pain, and if it was exactly what I needed, it was not something I was prepared to cope with. And so I want to take a moment to ask you whether or not you feel like you have the coping skills to manage your own emotional pain. I'm going to share some of my favorite soothers with you in this book, but I encourage you to work with a mental health professional if you feel challenged by what you were going through in your life. Above all, please stay safe. If you have a volatile partner, please prioritize your physical safety. You are going to read a lot about acceptance and forgiveness in this book, but the Angels and I are not saying that you should forgive your physically abusive partner from within the relationship. You can do this work married or single, divorced or separated, or simply looking back on your last relationship or ahead to your next one. The Angels and I can't possibly know the details of your particular experience unless we work with you in a one-on-one session. And even then, it's not up to us to make a judgment call about your physical safety. We urge you to seek the help of a mental health professional or to reach out to a nearby battered women's shelter if you have any concerns about your physical safety within your current marriage or relationship. The same thing goes if you are having any thoughts of suicide or if you feel overwhelmed or unable to cope with your feelings. Please reach out, call your therapist, a suicide prevention hotline, or 911. I'm going to ask for your word of honor here. Please read on or listen on only if you know that you are safe to do so, safe from both yourself and your intimate partner. If you are in emotional pain, but no physical danger, then you may be in the exactly right place. In the following chapters, I'm going to show you how to unpack that pain, how to understand it differently, how to change the way you think of it so that you can release the soul wounds that are making you hurt so much. Deep breath. Ready to move forward? This is actually going to be fun, or, if not fun exactly, full of the heady adrenaline and heartfelt sighs of gratitude that accompany breakthroughs, eureka moments. Chapter 5, Walking into the Pain. It had been the longest two weeks of my life. Luckily, it was summer vacation, no need to drag myself out the door to work so I did what I had to do and in between I curled on my side in the large bed letting the tears run down my face alternately dozing and awake I was one big ball of hurt not only was my relationship breaking up or so I thought my horse was looking like he was in transition too I made plans to end his life considered if and how he would be buried or his remains disposed of. My best friend was moving not only houses, but continents. I dragged myself out of bed to go help her sort and pack. Key lime pie was my friend, that and carry out food and an occasional cold beer. I'm not much of a drinker. I taste tested most of the kinds of cookies in the local organic bakery, Hooray for seasonally delicious and enormous zucchini brownies. In moments of relative functionality, I took client calls, did laundry, unpacked the last of my belongings into my new little apartment. Mostly, however, I simply hurt. There was no stopping up these tears. There was no blocking out this pain. Please don't end the relationship now, the psychic told me, If that's your decision, fine, let it be over, but please don't act on that just yet. There is no real rush for her to come and get the rest of her things out of your apartment. This was entirely not the message I wanted to hear. I dug through the apartment, pulling the last of my lover's clothes out of my closet, tying them in bundles of hangers and tucking them away in my hall closet where I wouldn't have to see them. I blasted Melissa Etheridge as I climbed onto a chair and pulled all of my lover's dishes out of my kitchen cupboards. I was going to pack those up too, so that when she came to get them, she could just grab the boxes and go. Neither of you wants this to be over, the psychic said to me. I don't think this relationship is entirely done. And with those words, all of my hope came flooding back. Maybe we weren't done. Still... I could see no clear way forward. Still, my cell phone didn't ring. During those long days of emotional suffering, all of my walls came down. All of my long-held coping strategies failed to serve me. My patterns of coping were insufficient to the pain. I just had to endure it. It was the best, most excruciating thing that could have happened to me. You're working through something, the psychic told me, It's really a big piece. It won't be long till you shift it. I know you want relief, but please hold on. A few days later, I reached out. Hi, I texted my lover. I really miss you. You miss me? She finally responded. It's been two weeks since I moved out. We said we still wanted to be together, but you haven't called once. But, I said to her, but, but. I repeated her own words back to her, the words that had made me believe she had given up on us. Yes, she replied, but I never said I didn't want to be with you. Reader, it might seem as if there should have been no more tears left inside me, but I cried. Two hours on the phone that night, tears running down my cheeks the whole time. We were okay. We were still together. She still loved me. That weekend, she couldn't come to me, so I drove to her, 90 minutes with my heart singing and my foot impatient on the gas pedal. I couldn't wait to see her, to be with her, To touch that night she lifted the camisole I sleep in pulling it up to expose my breasts she leaned down and took my nipple in her mouth it was a transcendent moment all this that I thought I had lost and yet here we were my body once again opening to her touch so what happened How had we had such a complete misunderstanding? Reader, it seems to me that spirit must have arranged this, that we needed time apart to process, to mourn, to choose each other once again from a new, more solid footing. Having endured the suffering, we found our way back to this deep connection, back to this union of body, heart, and soul. What an exaltation. But the most important healing had not yet occurred. Hey, it's Alex. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you again soon for the next episode. Take good care.